It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Hey folks, Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts across the country each and every week. And we bring it all to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. We've got a nice variety today, beginning with Coach Pete Deruta digging into some income planning for retirement. Brooklyn Chandler Willie has some definite feelings about Secure Act 2.0. Richard Pelletier explains what a safe withdrawal rate is for your retirement accounts. And Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza discuss longevity risk. Coach Pete Deruta has some thoughts on RMDs later on. And I've got a broker behaving badly. So let's see. Did anything happen this week? That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started way above. To say stocks took a beating this week would be an understatement. On Friday, the Dow fell 459 points, bringing it below 30,000. The S&P, not much better, falling 3,600 at one point on Friday. Now in the world of bonds, yields are up, way up, hitting highs not seen in more than 10 years. What does it all mean? Well, the market reacted quickly to when the Fed raised interest rates this week by 75 basis points. They're promising to increase more later this year. Chair Jerome Powell said this week that there isn't a painless way to restore price stability and that a softening labor market is one of the prices to pay. Here's Jerome Powell. So I, I, don't, um, I don't know what the odds are. I think that, that there's a very high likelihood that we'll have uh, a period of what I've mentioned is below trend growth, by which I mean much lower growth, and we're seeing that now. So the median forecast, I think, this year for uh, among my colleagues and, and me was 0.2% growth. So that's, that's very slow growth. And, and then below trend next year, I think the median was 1.2, also well below. So that's a slower, uh, that's, a, that's a very slow level of growth, and it could give rise to increases in unemployment. Well, then, let's take a look at the jobs numbers for the week. They're up from a near four-month low, which experts say suggests demand for workers remains healthy despite the uncertain economic outlook. Read that, fear of recession. Now, initial unemployment claims increased by 5,000 to 213,000. So what did the Fed meeting tell us this week? Well, one, rates are going to keep going up. Two, you can say recession is here or will be soon. Keep in mind, gross domestic product growth has already been negative for two quarters, which generally is seen as a recession. Now, if we look at the bonds, the short-term interest rates are now significantly above the long-term interest rates. That's also known as an inverted yield curve. And that, say the experts, certainly points to recession. Remember that last recession we had? Yeah, brought on by COVID. The market took a dive and then recovered nearly as fast as it went down. No such luck this time. No V recovery in our future. So what do we do? Keep your advisor on speed dial. That's what I think. In other news, hey, remember Polaroid, the instant picture camera? Well, the, the name is still around and I'm not sure who bought it this time. But over the years, they have been anything but cameras. When I was selling stuff on TV, we introduced the brand new Polaroid DVD player. 
Yeah, it didn't really last. So now they believe the next incarnation of the iconic name will be to move into the music biz by way of Bluetooth music players and internet radio streaming service called Polaroid Radio. Now, it seems the current CEO found a sketch drawn back in the 70s that showed that they were trying to combine photos and music. An interesting concept. Now the company says they're introducing four speakers ranging from portable to the much larger unit. You could compare it to a boombox. Oh, and the radio stations being described as FM nostalgia. You have your choice of five radio stations. So I guess they're going for those of us who grew up in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, okay. The units are priced from 60 bucks to $290. I wish them well. I'll be curious to see how it's received. Christmas is coming, so we'll see. All right, let's get this pizza cooking. For that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. In this clip, Coach, along with Thomas Lipscomb, Dave Perkins, and Gary Nolan, take a nostalgic trip to Coach's childhood, where we learn he was a paper boy. And then he ties it all to income planning in retirement. We talk about income planning. When, when we say that term, and, and a lot of people get confused when we say income planning, because to me, that's like a paycheck. I mean, so when income planning for someone who is working age, maybe in their well, like when I had my paper out when I'm 10, income planning was making sure I had more more money coming in than I had to pay the paper to get the paper. So, right. so I'd have to pay the paper company or the, the Larnberg Exchange, it was called. I had to pay them for the papers. They would bring them and drop them out of my house Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I come home from school and the papers be sitting on the front porch and I have to roll them up. I hated Wednesdays. You know why I hated Wednesdays? In church. Paper was so oh, thick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got I had a big basket on the front of my uh, bike. I had about 98 to 105 customers on my paper route. And it was a dollar ninety-five a month, by the way. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! And I had to, and I was actually had to bill the people. So I had, so once a month, I had to put the envelope on the paper where they could send back the payment. I had a self-addressed envelope, and I put what they owed on the flap there. So one month, one ninety-five, and you know, four dollars, almost four dollars, three ninety, and went up. Some people owed me six or seven months. Oh wow! The little paper boy, and I had to pay the paper for that. So yeah, right. Yeah. Paper, right. So. Shame on you folks if you're listening. You said, yeah, you used to be my paper boy. But somebody did move out. I got worried. I had to go to the door. They wouldn't answer. You could see the curtains moving. I knew they were in there. Oh, what a, you know, and then, and then like holiday said, I always did a good job of putting the paper inside. This, if they had two, a double door, I'd, I'd mm -hmm. get off my bike and yeah. put it in between there to make sure if it's raining. And then they wouldn't give me any Christmas presents. Oh. So then I started not being too... Mm -hmm. inclined to get off my bike. <laughs> but it's just, uh, again, the, the, the income planning there was I needed to have enough, I needed to collect from enough people to be able to pay the paper for the next month. So I was constantly in the hole, and that's not the way you want to live your financial life. Mm -hmm. No, it's nope. not. It's what a little 10-year-old paper boy going broke. What an incredible <laughs> responsibility you had to have, though, at such a young age. I, I think know. about where I was at 10 years old and having to deal with months of, of income and outflow and paying the bills. <laughs> and Being and an entrepreneur. Do you think though, right? if the people knew that, that they were screwing me and not the paper, they would have paid their bill, maybe? I don't know. Possibly. I would hope so. You should have got a guy, Coach, because I know a guy could have helped you there. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. Let's just say I got older. And I, yeah, just leave it there. <laughs> so I stopped being a paper boy at about 16 when I got my license. And right. so uh, what does a 10-year-old paper boy have to do with you listening if you're approaching retirement? Well, let me tell you what it has to do with you. I mean, I, I basically, I knew uh, I had to change something there because, because I wasn't getting enough money, enough income to survive because I had to ask my mom for money. So as you get close to retirement, you need to have your very own income plan where you're not having to ask anyone for any money, you're not having to beg for money, and you're not having to depend on any money you don't have. So having an income plan put together, you could know with certainty what your lifetime income is going to be 
at any year you pick in the future mm-hmm. ahead of time. So that takes the worry out of planning for retirement when you know the Remember algebra, there was always an X. X was a number we didn't know. Yeah. Well, now you know what the X is. X is your income, and you know what that's going to be. So yeah. what we do first before we come up with the income plan is we find out what you like to spend. Gary, you like to spend different than Dave, I'm sure. Thomas, you like to spend different than those guys. But Absolutely. you all like to spend on certain things. And here's one thing. You don't want to whip the credit card out to, to finance your spending if you don't have enough money in your bank account. That's mm-hmm. right. Because that's a negative, again, that's a negative force. And, and if we keep borrowing, we're never going to be ahead. And so there's a great feeling when you don't have any debt or any debt that's unreasonable. So a lot of people have house loans and they're saying, well, I, I can't wait till I don't have my house loan. Then I'll be debt free. I could argue that your house is a living expense. And, and that's a debt that most everyone's always going to have. When you pay the house off, that's great. Take that money, put it aside instead of blowing it, put, put, continue to pay that house paper, but not to the mortgage company more, to yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the sound <laughs> so of that. When you do that, it makes, uh, makes life a whole lot simpler. Taking the worry out of planning for retirement. That sounds pretty darn good to me. We'll hear from Coach Pete again a little later. Financial Safari is heard around the country each week, and it originates on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. To reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, give them a call, 800-662-6808. You can also text them to Pizza 600-700. Just text Pizza to 600-700. And visit PeteOnDemand.com for more information. You can find brochures, videos, books, a lot more at PeteOnDemand.com. You can visit CapitalFinancialAdvisoryGroup.com to learn more about how they can help you. Pizza! Now, let's meet Brooklyn Chandler Willie in San Antonio, Texas. The show is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. Here, Brooklyn and I are talking about RMDs, 401ks, and changes proposed by Secure Act 2.0. I think one of the, the, I guess, a positive thing is the automatic enrolling of your, of your retirement accounts, mm-hmm. retirement plans. Um, I guess that's kind of a double-edged sword, though, because you, you know, a, a, you're for, being forced to save, which of course that's that's good. Um, but it's where the government's controlling your money. That's not that great. Um, <laughs> well, you make a point. <laughs> that's not the best feeling. And, you know, really, this kind of goes down to the beef I have with 401k and 403b plans in that um, if we will remember our grandparents' days when the companies would take care of the employees with a nice fat pension for the rest of their life when they would retire, um, you know, obviously companies can't really afford to do that anymore. So, uh, along came this magical account where you could take a haircut from your paycheck and put your money in an account and, um, the company would match you, a contribution. Well, we've all seen how companies can be stingy with those matches. Um, and you know, whenever you're being forced to, put into these 401k and 403b plans well is the same is the same uh you know law going to be put on the employers that they're forced to match you um i don't think so i know i mean that doesn't seem (laughs) i'm just looking i mean i'm a i'm an employer i mean but i'm also uh, looking at it from a empathetic view i mean that's not that's not really fair sure no i get it i never thought about that that's a great great thing to point out and i think that you know, I, you know, you talk about the 401k and, and, and it's sort of re- it's just sort of proliferated things. You know, Ted Banna is the guy that that found the tax code that allowed employers to, you know, have a 401k. And, and he said 
I read a long interview with him, and he said it was never his intention to have it be the sole, you know, retirement savings plan. Sure. It his just idea was, to was be extra. Yeah, extra. I mean, and that in that realm, it's a good thing. With the sure. pension and the four hundred one k, sure, I'm motivated. Really, the base of your retirement was supposed to be your pension. Social Security was supposed to be on top just as an extra, mainly to help with health care costs. And then the 401k was supposed to be helping with inflation. But that, that triangle has flipped. And now you, as the saver, are 100% responsible for yourself. And then, of course, you still have Social Security. I mean, if you're in your 50s and planning, you know, I would say Social Security is probably going to be in the same same realm that it is now, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though you're not drawing it yet. But for those that are currently below 50, it's going to be a different animal um, as you approach your retirement years. I like her perspective on RMDs and Roth 401ks. Hey, you can hear Brooklyn's show, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show, Saturdays at 6 p.m., Sundays at 10 a.m. on WOAI 1200 a.m. and on KTSA 550 FM 107.1 FM on Sundays at 1 p.m. and 6 p.m. You can also find the podcast on her website. That is Texas Financial Advisory, or you can find it on Google. You can find it Apple, Amazon, wherever you get a podcast. Pizza! Now we join Richard Pelletier in West Salem, Massachusetts, and his version of Financial Safari. He starts by explaining what a safe withdrawal strategy is for retirement. Well, what I mean by safe withdrawal is the maximum percentage of your retirement funds that you can retire and pull out every single year without depleting the investment too soon. Uh, so th- that's got a lot of variables in it, but the, the ideal scenario is the money lasts a lot longer than you do. All right. So again, so that in a nutshell is what safe, safe withdrawal rate means to you. Mm-hmm. How do we yeah, put that uh, into, into practice? Well, again, I had a couple in here the other day and uh, we, we had a couple million dollars of investable assets that's going to be available to them uh, March of next year uh, when the final spouse retires. Well, if you take $2 million and you arbitrarily pick a figure. Let, let's say it's usually in a three to four percent range. Depends. It's, in this case, uh, it's it's four, and four percent of that, you know, is eighty grand a year. Well, that's a lot of money to pour out of portfolio. Uh, that's that's what the ceiling would be. Then the next question, obviously, is how much do you need? Uh, what are you spending today? People who think that they are going to retire and maintain their current lifestyle on 50 cents on the dollar of what they're spending today. Something's got to give, okay? Yeah, no kidding. It, okay? You may be able to cut back, you know, in, in some ways, but I, I like to say, listen, whatever your income level is now, let's plan on using that uh, as what you're going to be needing to maintain your lifestyle because right now that's exactly what you're spending to the kind of lifestyle you want. What are you going to cut out if we reduce the dollar amount? So on that basis, where is that income going to come? It's going to come from Social Security, come the interest on or dividends on the portfolio. Uh, so, so how much are we going to have to withdraw uh, in addition to what is guaranteed coming in, Social Security, pensions, et cetera? We may have, let's say, a shortfall of $3,000 a month. So again, for this couple with $2 million, you know, $36,000 per year, that's a very, very low to withdrawal. On the other hand, not everybody has $2 million. Let's say you cut that significantly, and now we have half a million dollars. 
Uh, people come in here and say, well, I need you to send me a check for $5,000 a month. Terrific. But that portfolio is going to be under a lot of pressure. And with that withdrawal rate, which would be pretty high, uh, you've got a chance in a bad year or two, it's inevitable you're going to have good years and bad years, mm -hmm. uh, that you could deplete that uh, long before your time uh, use date is, is expired and you are as well. So I, I look at those withdrawal rates. I'm saying, listen, you can't withdraw five, six, seven percent without some consequences. Well, and let's talk about that four percent rule because I think that's something that a lot of people are familiar with. But as as it turns out, it's not necessarily. I mean, it was a rule of thumb back in the '90s, but things have changed a lot since then. The Society of Certified Financial Planners did an analysis of the four percent withdrawal rate a number of years ago. And if my memory serves me correct, about 17% of the time it failed. You know, so it did work out pretty well on the vast majority of the cases. But if you ever got on a plane in Boston to fly out to California and the pilot says, hey, uh, we got an 87% chance of, of landing safely. You'd sit back there. Well, what about the other 13%? Yeah. I, think I, need to, I think I need to take a train, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. You're not gonna risk it because you could go down uh, on this plane, well, running out of money and waiting for the Social Security check to come in from the mailman to buy groceries is not my ideal of an ideal, ideal retirement. Not a pretty picture. Make sure you don't run out of money, and Richard and the team at Help to Retire can help you achieve that kind of retirement. You can catch Richard and the Financial Safari Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app, too. Learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. Pizza! Now we meet a guy whose last name is good, but he really wasn't very good. It's this week's Brokers Behaving Bad. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. Today's torrid tale comes to us from Wilmington, North Carolina, and involves a Morgan Stanley broker with 31 years of experience. His name is Sean Good, though he wasn't very good here. He pled guilty to two felony counts recently based on allegations he ran a Ponzi scheme for nearly 10 years, making off with $7.24 million from at least a dozen clients, including many seniors. So what did he do? According to the U.S. Attorney, good convicted... So what did he do? According to the U.S. Attorney, good convinced clients to invest in real estate or municipal bonds offering 6 to 10% returns. He would encourage clients to take out loans against their portfolio, then wire the funds to their personal bank accounts, then transfer the money to Good's personal account. Instead, the money went to buying a house in Wilmington, a condo in Florida. He liked fancy cars, so he bought a bunch of them, and he even took several trips to Europe. He got away with it by taking new investor money and paying earlier investors. Call it a Ponzi scheme. According to U.S. Attorney Michael Easley, Quote, this investment advisor breached the trust of at least a dozen clients, taking over $7 million, money he promised would go to low-risk investments, and used it to line his pockets, buying real estate, luxury cars, and vacations, adding that this decade-long scam has finally come to an end. Good, in July, agreed to an industry bar in a related civil case brought by the Securities and Exchange Commission. The SEC said his victims included retirees and a single mother of young children who lost $1.33 million, accounting for almost all of her livelihood in the scheme. 
It's unclear whether the victims have been paid back. Good has two customer claims, including one for $2.3 million listed as pending on his broker check record. FINRA barred Good in April for failing to cooperate with its own investigation. It all comes down to one more reason. You should always look at broker check before you do business with an advisor. By the way, he's being sentenced in December. I'll let you know what happens. Pizza! Back to some good advisors and now, and I'm talking about Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza in Cape Coral, Florida, the show WealthWorks Radio. Now, in this clip, Eric talks about longevity risk and how it needs to be addressed in your retirement plan. You know, lifespans are getting longer. I mean, census data shows all that. Um, but what you also have to remember, remember is, what if you don't? Is your spouse going to be okay? Is your family going to be okay? And these are things that we have to think about. People are living significantly longer, but all of a sudden you hear where somebody suddenly died very unexpectedly and it rattles everyone because we just don't expect that to happen. Right. How many times have you said, I just saw that person yesterday or I just spoke to them last week or whatever it may be, and all of a sudden they are gone. And what a lot of people don't realize is is we want to think that we have longevity. It's like a football player. You know, they all think that they're going to play for the next eight years and they're going to blow all this money. Right. But the fact of the matter is it could be an injury that takes you off the field in no time or takes you off this earth in no time. So while we are living longer, you do have to plan for that, but you also have to plan for the what-ifs in life. And this is kind of what's irritating me is that a lot of people are making decisions without doing any kind of financial planning, without being strategic, and they're just trying to wing it. You can't wing this. I promise you, there are so many ebbs and flows that happen in life. You cannot just like hope that everything is going to be okay. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a method. Right. And so with that, like you said, with the unexpected um you know, losing someone like that. And and if it's your spouse, obviously, it's a fairly traumatic experience if you're not anticipating that. And that is something that you take into account as you put those plans together, isn't it? It is. And, you know, what kind of blows me away is how many people say we don't have an income plan or they don't even want an income plan. And I'm like, I'm like, I will not work with you unless you have an income plan. I want to know where you are. Joseph wants to know where you are. Like when, when we lock the doors at night, We want to know that everyone understands where they are in their retirement. They understand, you know, where their income's going to to derive from. And this has been a difficult year. I mean, I've been doing this for 21 years now. This has been a difficult year. There's, you know, usually I, I think that we've been pretty well prepared for it. But the problem is, is that you still have interest rate problems coming up. Inflation is through the roof. Um, You still have the aftermath of COVID happening. Um, You have wars across, you know, the world. And there's just a lot of different dynamics happening. And so, you know, when when you try to figure this out, you've got to stay strategic and you've got to stay at it. But there's a lot of people that aren't. And it's just like, you know, crawling up into a fetal position and putting a blanket over your head is not going to do anything. No, it's sure not. It creates an interesting image. But other than that, nothing. (laughs) So as we as we get through this, one of the things that you've talked about all the time, uh, Eric and Joseph, is that we've got safety nets in place and, and things that are going to help protect our money. What are we talking about there? 
Well, it's very evident in a year like this where the market is down because a lot of people are so used to the past three years where we're having such a green market and they're okay with pulling money from their accounts and income is not a problem. But now that we're deep into 2022 and the market is still down, a lot of people are panicking about you know selling off stocks and where they're going to pull their income from. So creating a safety net in your income plan is really about laying out what all your different assets are and maybe creating a different bucket for a certain asset that you can pull income from during a down market like this year. So, you know, when we're looking at our expenses, we can easily break them out into what is our lifestyle really going to cost? And then we also have things we add on top, right? Like travel, um, remodels, but we like to use the analogy hug, right? Housing, Mm -hmm. utilities, gas, and groceries. Hug is what we need to make sure that your assets are always going to be able to provide you income for. And so when we break this down, we can have certain buckets that no matter what the market is doing, we're going to be able to fund your hug expenses. And then on top of that, we can start to look at travel, um, different things you may want to do for your family or different investments that you may want to make. But having a safety net in a year like this is so crucial because it lets the client know that no matter what the market is doing, their assets are always going to be able to provide them the income to keep their lifestyle sustainable. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. His podcasts are available on his website as well as on Apple Music or wherever you download your podcasts. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. You can visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Hey, you can also find him on TV in the area, both Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. Give him a call right here, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 600-700. PIZZA! One more clip, and this pizza will be out the digital door on its way to you. We joined Coach Pete DeRuta once again, and this time it's America's 401k show. Here's Coach, along with Marty Hensley, Greg Berrien, and me. The topic, making sure you have a safety net in your retirement plan. There's always something coming. I mean, there's always something happening. There's always something happening in the world, or the financial world especially, and... You can't just get a leaf blower and blow the information away. It stays here for a long time. <laughs> it sticks around. <laughs> we put the leaf blower guys outside the studio today, so hopefully they'll go away. <laughs> we can't stop the show to get them out. Get them yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> well, here's what happens in life. Things happen, and we have to adjust to them. So we're adjusting to the leaf blower, just like everyone out there is adjusting to the financial situations we're in now. We're in a higher inflationary environment than we were a couple years ago. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Oh, yes. And... A lot of people are curious as to what's happening. Even the government here is is curious to what they're going to do with the RMDs. I know you talked about Secure Act Mm 2.0 and how it's sitting on somebody's desk now, and it has been for like six months. But when and if it ever does come through again, the RMD equation will be affected. The required minimum distributions, I've heard rumors it's going to be 75, age 75. used to be 70 and a half. Then the Secure Act 1 put it up to 72, and now we're looking at 75 why is that a big thing, Coach Pete? Well, Coach Pete doesn't think it's that big of a thing, but that's when the government forces you to take money out of your IRA-type accounts. And it used to be 70 and a half, now it's 75. But to me, the way we tell all our clients is that you take money when you need it. Exactly. Right? And you have to take what the government makes you take, Marty, but you don't have to take more, do you? That's exactly right. And, and at 75, you know, for those folks that do not need that income at 70 or 72, that's a really big benefit because they're able to kick the can down a little road when it comes time to pay an income tax on income they may or may not need, you know? So that makes a lot of sense. 
Anybody looking for a safe financial space these days? <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh-huh. <laughs> <You think? laughs> Let me just tell you quickly. I mean, we, we've been on the radio now for almost 19 years. Wow. And been practicing in the financial world along with Marty. Marty, I've, I've over 30 years. How much are you? You're over 30 as well, aren't you? 90, 1991. 1991 to now. So that's mm-hmm. 31 years. So mm-hmm. Marty has me beat. It was 92 for me. <laughs> yeah. Greg, when did you start? I, I was late bloomer. I'm only 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, we build plans. We don't sell products. And that's very important because uh, I, I listen to the radio just like you guys out there do on the weekend. And I hear people reading scripts. Like one person reads a whole book for an hour. <laughs> you know, what did your parents do, Steve, when they wanted you to go to sleep back in the day? They read to me. <laughs> so hopefully nobody wrecks when they're going down the road there. But we build plans. We don't sell products. And how can anyone sell you something if they really don't know what you need? That's something you have to ask yourself because uh, all these commercials I see, they're, they're selling, but they haven't consulted you. The commercial never asks you, hey, Greg, uh, this is a commercial. Go, let me ask you about yourself. They don't say that, do they? It goes no, in no. right they're selling. Marty, there's a lot of sales going on in the financial world. That's exactly right. And I talk to people all the time. And, you know, they'll say this, this uh, broker sold me this or sold me that. And then that's when I cut them off very quickly. As a fiduciary, we don't sell anything. We call ourselves Capital Financial Advisory Group for a reason. So we, we take great pride in that. Yeah, it's not all about investments. It's about, it's about creating a plan centered around your retirement goals. And I've met with several, several people over the years. And Greg and Marty, I'm sure you guys have too. Do you think that everyone's goals are the same as they approach retirement? I would say, um, yeah, because people want, never want to run out of money. That's the bottom line, Coach. You know, you want to make sure that you're not going to be living in your kid's back bedroom when you're 75, 80 years old because you don't have any dough. To- <laughs> well, that's a macro view, but I think everyone's different. To but me. everybody is different, yeah. So why do you say they were the same, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> they are the same. I mean, everybody listening would want to make sure they have enough money to survive retirement, actually thrive in retirement, and don't want dirty tricks played with their money. Is no. that? I mean, that's... I don't think anyone listening would say that I'm wrong saying that, correct? Correct. We talk about it all the time. We want an individualized plan that we have for our clients that are individual to their situation. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're worried about your wealth and you want to make sure your wealth outlives you, by the way, go to WealthDefenderUSA.com. WealthDefenderUSA.com. Very great site to to just navigate you through that complex financial world that we call the, the retirement planning world. There are a lot of moving pieces in a solid retirement plan. Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial can help make sure your plan is ready no matter what the world throws at us. You can hear America's 401k show weekends on radio stations in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina market. It's also available as a podcast. Find it wherever you get yours. Subscribe and we'll send it to you every week. Now to learn more about Capital Financial, visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Well, there you have it. Episode 162 of Financial Pizza is complete, ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week. We bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, just subscribe to it, and it'll be in your collection automatically. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, anywhere you download a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure and rate and share the podcast. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 600-700. I've also got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes with this podcast. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or on Twitter at Steve Siddall. Thanks to Chrissy Paradis for contributing content for this week's podcast. Financial Pizza, produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. I do appreciate it. And I'll be back again next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.